Welcome to Weight Loss for Dentists. I'm Dr. Natanya Brown, a board-certified endodontist and certified life and weight coach. I'm on a mission to help dentists live at their goal weight without relying on deprivation or willpower or even intense workouts. If you want to start making more mindful choices so that you can lose weight permanently and have fun in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, friends. I'm so glad you're joining me again for another episode. Whether you are new to this podcast or you have been listening all along, I want to just welcome you. And I'm going to sound like an airline attendant. I know that there are a lot of choices (laughs) in terms of podcasts these days. So I don't take it lightly that you're choosing to spend your time with me. Um, So I'm going to just start off with a little update on my puppy, Elsie, who is now 14 weeks old, although at the time of this, um, at the time that this gets published, she'll be a little older than that. But in any case, um, this week was very interesting and it threw me a curveball. So on, I think it was Monday night, I ended up actually at the emergency after hours pet hospital because my puppy ingested the plastic tip of a Nerf gun pellet. (laughs) I have two very active boys in the house and ever since having a puppy, we have um, done our best to be proactive, asking them to kind of clean up after themselves, put toys away, etc. And you know, life is not perfect, right? Life is going to throw us curveballs and it gets messy once in a while. So um, sure enough, I saw my puppy um, start chewing on a Nerf gun pellet and I, um, you know, attempted to try to get it out of her mouth. And sure enough, she swallowed it. I like watched it happen. And she's really tiny. I don't even think she's six pounds yet. So you can imagine I was really pretty terrified just thinking about the type of like intense intestinal obstruction or something that could happen. Um, Obviously hoping that she wouldn't need surgery. I hear it's actually a pretty routine thing with veterinarians, like just, you know, pets ingesting all kinds of foreign objects that end up needing surgery, um, you know, thousands of dollars later. Um, I actually did end up getting pet insurance very early on at the recommendation of a friend who just said, you know what, the first year they're just bound to swallow all sorts of things. So I didn't even think twice. Um, I can imagine actually having insurance indefinitely because you really truly never know. But that's besides the point. The point is we ended up in the emergency after hours pet hospital. And thankfully, they were able to induce vomiting and get the little Nerf gun pellet out um, relatively uneventfully. I mean, obviously, it must have been kind of unpleasant for my poor little puppy. Um, but in and out, it was really a lot quicker than expected. And she was back to her normal bouncy, energetic self with a full blown appetite within, you know, a half an hour of being at home. So I was pretty impressed. But you know, the bottom line is life throws us curveballs. We obviously can't predict everything that's going to happen. You know very well in your own dental practice that life gets kind of crazy. Patients come in with all sorts of different um, chief complaints. They have all sorts of different preferences. You know, anything can kind of break at any time within the office. And we just need to roll with the punches. This is kind of how we build resiliency, resiliency 
Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of learn to deal with all the different kind of things that life presents, right? So, um, there you have it. <laughs> That's my update for the week. And I'm sure I'm going to have a lot more, um, pretty funny updates for you. So stay tuned. Um, but let's dive into today's topic. Um, today I want to talk to you about my top nine tips for fixing the afternoon, you know, that mid afternoon slump without resorting to eating. And you know, those days, um, you know, maybe three or four o'clock rolls around and you're just kind of feeling sluggish. It's the end of the day, you know, like the, the end is on the horizon. And at the same time, it doesn't really seem to be showing up fast enough. So you're kind of exhausted and you're really just ready to go hit up the break room for a little pick me up. Uh, maybe that's what you normally do. Maybe you grab a sugary Starbucks drink, or maybe you're hitting up some pastries that a patient brought in, or a specialist, a specialist, or what you know, what have you. Um, if this is you, I don't want you to freak out, but you also probably know that snacking throughout the workday isn't really helpful for your weight loss goal, right? So what are you supposed to do? And if you are feeling tired or sluggish, like that afternoon slump, um, you know, how do you get energy without actually eating, right? So here I'm going to give you some really practical, practical and actionable tips. So if you're ready, let's go ahead and dive in. All right, here we go. Without further ado, number one, hydration. I know that you might be ready to reach for coffee um, or something that has sugar in it to give you that little pick me up, right? Like the quick hit of energy. Um, I have nothing against coffee, okay? But I want you to first think and ask yourself, how much water have you actually consumed throughout the day? Something as simple as drinking water may actually be all that you need. Is that possible? It may not sound as glamorous as drinking a cup of coffee or grabbing a snack, but maybe it doesn't have to be glamorous. So approximately 75% of us are running around every day totally dehydrated. So if we start the day drinking more water, we're much more likely to have fewer impulses to snack and to be munching throughout the day. So the bottom line is drink water and not even just at 3 or 4 p.m., like What if you started earlier in the day, you're much less likely to be feeling tired and sluggish at 3 or 4 p.m., right? So here's the thing with water. It is available. It's like readily available. It's basically free. So why not start with something easy? If you're feeling tired, go grab a glass of water. I'm getting totally tongue-tied. I actually think my mouth is is a little dry. I'm going to drink a sip of water right now. Excuse me. Okay, much, much better. So I just grabbed a sip of water. There's a good chance that if you feel kind of snacky or tired at 3 or 4 p.m., maybe just a glass of water is all you need. There's a possibility that you're going to perk right back up. So it's worth a try, right? All right, let's dive into tip number two. Reduce sugar all day long. Here's the deal. Um, When we grab a sugary snack, um, then our body kind of starts to rely on it. So what am I talking about? If you remember from a few episodes ago, the more frequently we're snacking throughout the day, the higher our insulin is actually going to stay and the harder it really is to burn fat. So if you're consuming foods with fewer added sugars throughout the course of the day, you're much more likely to have even 
hunger levels, like more even, more even hunger levels throughout the day. Sorry, don't know why I'm getting (laughs) so tongue tied today. So in other words, there won't be like these really big sugar highs followed by crashes an hour later, right? If you're having like frequent daily slumps in the afternoon, start noticing it. Start noticing what is it that you're eating all day long? How much added sugar is in the foods that you are eating? Like, what did you eat at the last meal at lunch, for example? Uh, Okay, wait a minute. Did you have lunch? (laughs) If you didn't have any lunch, you might be legitimately hungry. And if so, I'll, I'll address that one a little later on. So hang tight, okay? But did you have a lunch? And if so, did you have a balanced lunch? Were there some healthy fats and some healthy proteins in that meal? If not, then this is something that may help you to feel more balanced all day long. This one is going to require some forethought, but I promise you it's going to pay out in dividends, okay? Um, So let's see what ideas come up for you. All right, tip number three, stand up and walk around the office, okay? So as soon as you feel tired, just move your body. Even better, go take a five or 10 minute walk outside. That would even be more amazing have more than 10 minutes, then by all means, knock yourself out and walk for longer. But here's what happens when we're tired, it can actually sound counterintuitive to get up and move our body. But truly moving our body is what can be very energizing. If you don't think you have time for this, first of all, I politely beg to disagree. Because even just standing up and sitting down in your chair, like five times in a row, in your private office, (laughs) maybe enough to energize you. Okay. Or, you know, go find a flight of stairs to climb. I remember I used to work on the 15th floor of an office in downtown San Francisco. And I actually, if I had a break between patients, even if it was just 10 or 15 minutes, no joke, I would take the elevator (laughs) to the lobby floor, the first floor, and then I would just climb the stairs back up to the 15th floor. That might sound like a stretch to you. Um, I'm certainly not saying that's what you need to be doing, but you'd be surprised like if you look for little opportunities to move your body, you'll actually find them and it may really help you to feel more energized and motivated throughout the day. Um, All right, tip number four, stretch. So this is a gentler way of moving your body, whether you're sitting or standing, there are just tons of different stretches that you can do to activate your muscles and to feel alive. I mean, look, doing dentistry all day long, we are hunched over and we're using, you know, like the same muscles to kind of keep our arms propped up. We're constricting certain muscles over and over and over. And, you know, how about you give yourself a two second neck massage? Maybe you shake your arms out, try to touch your toes, lean side to side, Um, this is going to help to invigorate you without really needing to eat anything. Okay. So it's just another alternative to moving your body in a more intense fashion. Are you ready for number five? Here we go. Number five, sleep. Did you get enough sleep last night? If not, then it's totally normal for you to be tired in the afternoon. Like notice how tired actually is different than hungry. Of course, you can feel both tired and hungry at the same time, but often one is going to take priority over the other. We can often confuse the two and automatically think that we should start by just eating 
When in fact, if we're tired, then what we need is sleep. Now, I'm not suggesting that you're going to be able to clear your patient's schedule and take a little cat nap in the middle of the afternoon. But what I am suggesting is that if you notice you didn't sleep so well the night prior, then recognize that it may be normal for you to be a little bit tired today in the afternoon, and potentially you can think about planning on getting to bed slightly earlier tonight if possible. Even 10 or 15 minutes can make a difference in terms of allowing yourself, your body, as well as your brain to just start to wind down and go to bed. Okay. All right. Number six, what is it that you're feeling? Are you truly feeling physically tired or hungry? Like, what is it that you're feeling? This kind of segues from the last one, right? If you're not so sure or you can identify that you just really want to eat without actually being all that hungry, I don't want you to beat yourself up. But I am curious, like maybe you're stressed or you're irritated, um, you know, at one of your assistants, or maybe a patient was being a pain in the neck. Maybe you're just feeling off on this particular day. Whatever the case may be, there are times that we may want to eat when we aren't actually hungry. And it's not going to help you to get mad at yourself, but it will be helpful to recognize when hunger isn't actually involved. Sometimes we just want to eat. And you get to decide how you're going to respond to that. You get to decide if you will or will not eat and decide if you like your reasons for the action you're choosing to take. Okay. So I don't want you to have regrets later. Learning how to check in with your actual needs instead of just saying, you know, to heck with it and eating is actually a really big topic that my clients learn inside of Weight Loss for Dentists. Because let's be honest, it's really easy just to say to heck with everything and just eat. But if we keep responding this way, you and I both know that you're not going to get to your goal weight. Okay? So check in and ask yourself, what is it that you're actually feeling and needing in that moment? All right, we're on to number seven. (laughs) Eat. If you've asked yourself if you're legitimately hungry and the answer is yes, then eat. If you have no idea how to tell, then I want you to start quantifying your hunger. Yes, I know this is subjective, but the more you start actually noticing your hunger or lack thereof, the more you're going to start to truly be honest with yourself and know when you actually need food and when you don't. So let's say you've decided and, and you recognize you're legitimately hungry then go ahead and eat. I would recommend that you pick something that contains some healthy fats and some protein, ideally, okay? So examples of that are, let's say, a hard-boiled egg, um, an apple or celery with some nut butter, maybe some cheese and crackers, etc. This is going to stick with you a little bit better than if you ate cookies or pretzels or even just a piece of fruit, for example, okay? Um, But notice how things feel in your own body, okay? You're an expert on your own body. So, you know, please listen to the spirit of what I'm saying and don't get caught up so much with the thought that, like, Natanya is recommending that you eat a hard-boiled egg at 4 p.m., okay? (laughs) All right, so on to number eight. I want you to start planning it. So what do I mean by this? If you're normally getting hungry around 3 or 4 in the afternoon, then I want you to please start planning a snack for yourself at this time, 
Okay. Now I know you might be thinking that in past episodes, I've talked to you about how we should reduce or eliminate snacking, you know, depending on how much snacking you're doing during the day. I think a very wise place to start if you are doing a lot of snacking is to plan a snack for yourself when you anticipate that you will be hungry. Okay. So it might be a lot to expect of yourself to just cold turkey stop snacking. So If you have a planned snack, there is a much greater chance that you're going to be eating something that helps you to lose weight, a choice that you aren't going to regret later. Okay, so I much rather that you plan a snack. And if the time comes and you aren't hungry, you certainly do not need to eat it. Okay, but what tends to happen is for a lot of us, we're winging it, thinking that we'll just make the best choice. But instead, once the time comes, if we don't have a snack, a snack, (laughs) if we don't have a plan, we're much more likely to raid the break room or end up eating something that we do regret later. Okay, so this is something that I teach every single one of my clients inside of weight loss for dentists, the benefits of planning and why we need to be making a daily plan. And I should really add here that we don't always have to be planning the absolute healthiest foods on the planet for ourselves. Let me explain. Okay, if you're currently eating a Snickers bar and a coffee at 3 p.m., it's actually okay to start with that, like plan it right? And then when the time comes, you can try all the things that I've offered here in terms of asking yourself if you're actually hungry, creating a pause to think about it and check in with yourself. Ask yourself what you've eaten at lunchtime, right? Like all the different tools that I've given you. And then when the time comes, you get to decide if you're going to have that planned snack or not. Down the line, you can then decide if you want to be tweaking your plan. Maybe you're going to be fine with half a snack. Snickers bar. Maybe you're in a position where you're okay trying something different, like grabbing a a container of yogurt or a, a piece of cheese, for example. You don't need to switch everything up at once. A big part of planning is doing is learning how to do what you say you're going to do and start to reduce the moments where you're just resorting to saying screw it, you know, like what the heck type eating, right? So I'd much rather right now if you're in the habit of having a mid-afternoon snack like a Snickers bar and a coffee, plan it and then meticulously and gradually make baby steps to change it over time if that will be supportive for you, right? Baby steps are really, really important and well thought out planned baby steps are going to help you to get there. My favorite saying ever is that winging it does not work in terms of weight loss, okay? All right, we are ready for number nine. I want you to normalize it. What does that mean? Well, what if it's not actually a problem to feel a little tired by three or four in the afternoon? What if it's not something that needs to be fixed? And you might say, well, yeah, but if I get done with my workday at five or 6 p.m. and I still have a few hours to push through, how am I gonna survive? I get that, but in reality, we're not going to have 100% energy all day long, right? Like we are human beings. We're not robots. And what if it's okay to be a little bit tired and still do great quality of work, right? Like being tired doesn't have to be a massive problem that needs solving. Um, You know, we can attempt to 
help ourselves, obviously, right? Um, We might know that we're a little lower energy in the afternoon. Maybe we can do things proactively like planning around it. Maybe we attempt to schedule patients that have simpler cases or procedures in the afternoon. Maybe we're going to give ourselves 10 extra minutes to, um, you know, go through a treatment plan with a patient or do an exam or a procedure, for example. I'm just curious for you, how would it feel for you to simply accept that maybe in the afternoon you have a little lower energy and it isn't in itself this big problem? Hmm? I'm really curious. All right, my friends, those are my nine tips for you to manage or fix the the mid-afternoon slump. I guess number nine isn't really fixing, but you get what I'm talking about. I know that you can start making some amazing choices for yourself, and I don't want you to wait until next week. You can start making amazing choices this week, especially when you start to get honest with yourself about when you're actually hungry and you're starting to differentiate what your body is asking you in that moment to give it, right? The answer isn't always food, my friends. (laughs) Oh, I like that one. That sounds like the title for a future podcast. I'm going to have to mental note that one. All right, my friends, I hope you have a fantastic week and I will talk to you next week. Hey, if you're ready to start taking action towards permanent weight loss, then go download my five secrets where I'll teach you the top five things to lose weight and keep it off without resorting to restrictive diets, deprivation, or even intense exercising. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash start. That's drnatanya.com forward slash start to get started. It's time to make your weight loss goal a reality.